This podcast discusses end-of-life experiences and the loss of loved ones. If this is overwhelming, please contact Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. You're tuned into I Decided, a show about end-of-life experiences and being prepared. Hosted by Rochelle Lay, founder and CEO of iDecide.co, we're starting a conversation about end-of-life matters and talking to people about their experiences of losing a loved one. Over to you, Rochelle. So here we are again. This is episode number three of I Decided for iDecide.co and we're here to talk about everything life, love and loss. Uh, We want to start the conversation. We want to get people talking about what happens at your end of life and how important it is to plan and that's what we're hoping to do with I Decided as a podcast and podcast. Um, So today we have our fantastic guest, Emily Darlow. Uh, Emily, I have known for a while should I share with people? <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. Emily was actually my family girl <laughs> and she makes me feel very old now because she's a grown woman who's married and doing her own thing and I can't believe it. I still think of you as my little flower girl. I know, just a little girl <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So Emily's here today to talk to us. Um, so I guess the first thing to kick off is just to tell us a little bit about yourself, Em, and also um, – a little bit about your journey through loss and grief and what has happened to you in your life. Um, we, Like I said before, we can go as deep as we like. Um, and, yeah, just tell us a little bit about what has happened to you and how it might have affected you moving forward. Yeah, sure. So I'm Emily. Um, I work in marketing. I have a very large family and I love being at the beach. So that's a little bit about me. Um, in terms of loss, I lost my mum two years ago now. Um and she died of endometrial and ovarian cancer. Um, it was not very quick the, in terms of the dying, um, like the process, but it was quick at the end. We didn't know she was going to die as quickly as she did. Um, the little added bonus of that was that I got married two weeks after she died, so that complicated the situation an awful lot. Um, but it was a really tricky time because mum didn't ever want to talk about dying, so it wasn't something we ever discussed um or planned in any way shape or form yeah that's thank you so much for sharing I know it's tough and like I'll share with people too that I knew your mum she was my music teacher and my creative writing teacher so I feel like hey she'd just be watching this going you know what girls go for it yeah exactly she'd be like yeah tell everyone I didn't plan anything Emily yeah 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 yeah, all of that um so I guess you know that was a most difficult time obviously just before your wedding cannot imagine what that must have been like for you to travel through that (laughs) but I guess leading on from that experience itself um what do you think you could have done that would have been better obviously it sounds like having those conversations would have been you know easier to have known what what mum wanted and and what was going on but what other stuff do you think, you know, have you learned out of that experience moving forward as far as, you know, what you need to do to be planning and, and organised for that kind of end-of-life stuff? Yeah, well, Mum, she didn't want to talk about it and I know the reasons for that was because she never wanted to leave her children. So whenever she did talk yeah. about it, it was always, well, I'm never leaving my children. And I understand why she did that and I 
don't begrudge her in any way whatsoever for doing that um, because I know that in her mind, if she vocalised it, then it meant it was going to happen. Um, but I guess from a planning perspective and in, like, the way forward, like, she didn't have a current will. She had a will in her first marriage name but not in her second marriage. So all of those things make things complicated moving forward um, and... I guess she did have cancer five years earlier and I guess that would have been the right time to have that conversation as opposed to when a terminal illness was, terminal um, decision was kind of given to her. So it would have been easier had we started that a lot earlier rather than waited until we knew it was kind of the end. Yeah, yeah. And, look, that's part of the reason for me developing Ida side. I mean, you know my story as well. So I lost mum. Um, yeah. before I had my kids and then I lost Nan who was mum's mum and then I lost Alistair and that all happened in a 10-year period and it's that planning piece and I think what I learned from those three deaths was there's um, every death is different and everyone approaches it in different ways so mum had stuff in place absolutely but we had this her life support machine and yeah. the hoo-ha that you go through to prove that this is what they want to do is so difficult yeah. um and then by the time we got to Alice <laughs> we have a bit of a joke I think you and I have talked about having a bit of a dark sense of humour about yeah. death but um <laughs> he, he literally said we Jason bourned him so we took him off the grid <laughs> he didn't exist by the time he died we'd taken him off all our documentation and stuff but that made life heaps easier for me yeah. because I didn't have to do that relive trauma piece of going here's my dead husband's death certificate you know um and so that's where the whole idea of I decide has come from it's about me trying to start the conversation talk to people like yourself who've gone through like this immensely horrific journey in many ways um but pulling out of that what is it that's important and, and why planning and why having stuff in the, in one place and having conversations with your loved ones is so important. So I guess I'm interested to know from you now, after everything that you've gone through, do you have a will in place? Are you organised? What have you done? <laughs> I wish I could say I had, um, but I don't. Um, yeah. And I guess I think that would change if I had children. Um, yeah. I mean, at this point in time, Richard and I, like... <laughs> It's quite simple, I guess, but I'm probably just as bad as my mother in that I still haven't changed my name legally, let alone I changed it on Facebook because that was quite easy. Um, but <laughs> the rest of it was really quite difficult, so I'd just given up on that. Um, so I'm not organised, but I know that in having that conversation earlier and Richard and I have had like small little conversations about it would make it easier. I mean, we talked about if we were going to bury or cremate mum around the hospital bed because no one had discussed that with her and I remember thinking at the time gosh this is awfully morbid to have this conversation in in front of someone who's dying in the bed right now um who's not conscious and I never want to I guess have to do that or have to put someone else through that so I think if I had children I would probably be more proactive um at this point in time I'm not but I guess even just reading like preparing for today I thought god I really need to do that <laughs> um, that would be a good thing to do 
before yeah, yeah in, like because who knows what will happen like as you said anything can happen and that's you know, and that. you know yeah. one, of the, one of the things I talk about in either side is death's going to come to 100% of us that's my little morbid <laughs> thing like you're welcome um yeah. <laughs> that's what no that's it that's why it's so important to have the conversations and I really that's what I'm passionate about I'm passionate about opening up the conversation and taking away that taboo and yeah it's uncomfortable and yes it's emotional and yes you'll get upset and it has to be in the right at the right time in the right way but I'm hoping that with what we're doing here that helps people to maybe step away after listening to us have this conversation today and go you know what I need to go and talk to my family and friends about what I want to have happen and and how I want things to to go moving forward so um like Pete had no idea and he's still he's yeah and it's I don't like I don't ever want to say that we regret not having that conversation because I don't think that's the right way to live however in saying that I think you always kind of wonder like even I was kind of talking to Pete about it yesterday and I said like, do you ever wonder if she wanted to be buried? Like, or if she wanted to be cremated? And he's like, yeah, but if you live like that, it's not the right way. But, you know, yeah. she loved gravesites, so that's why we chose a, a plot in the ground. But, you know, in two days after she her dying, we were going to every cemetery on the south coast to pick the right spot, which is something she could have picked in yeah. hindsight um, that meant, you know, seven children and Pete didn't have to go to 15 different cemeteries <laughs> um yeah. which is really fun when you're in the pits of grief and oh, married <laughs> what about the, the picking of the picking of the casket for the love oh, of god <laughs> i did have some instructions from alistair because he was he was quite bossy which is why i've called this i decide because i decide is what alistair used to say i'm deciding what's happening to me rochelle <laughs> i'm deciding and i was like there you go boyfriend this is it I decide it's your legacy, but it was just appalling. I took, I remember I took my friend Sarah and she came along with me and we went casket shopping, but I actually was naughty and didn't tell her that's what we were doing. I was like, hey, I feel, I'm feeling a bit better today. Can we go shopping? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take you out. We'll get a coffee. Anyway, I drove to Piddington's, which is our funeral place here. And she's like, what are we doing, Shell? And I'm like, we're going shopping for a casket. We're shopping. And she was just like, just oh my God. <laughs> And it was. It was very strange shopping. Very and we different. had a little bit of black humour and a bit of fun with it because Alistair was very much like, I don't want, what did he call them? He called them vampire coffins. Oh, yeah, like the ones that he didn't want the show. <laughs> <laughs> he the, Yeah, he was very, yeah. he was like, nothing too fancy and I like a bit of oak and I'm just going, <laughs> oh, really? Like, seriously, you feel really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we did it. that's I it. remember those conversations. <laughs> We did it around the kitchen table and, like, we've got a kitchen table that fits, you know, 17,000 people and they just bought out, like, a folder to flick through. And, of course, me, Georgia and Grace, my sisters, were like, oh, let's pick the sparkly ones. Like, that'd be fun. Like, and Pete was sitting there going, like, and Pete is very traditional, so he doesn't, he's like, no, it has to be perfect. It has to look like, you know, all these things. Whereas we were like, no, let's go really crazy what does it matter like really and that's it that's the conversation piece that's that's what I want people so well leading on from that yeah I've got a few fun questions which I did send through to you and that's part of what I'm wanting to do here is we've all gone through these difficult times but I also want it to be around the fact that humor does get you through I think you and I know that that, absolutely understands that though no, no. And it's okay to feel that, you know, to think that something's a bit ironic or a bit funny or a bit amusing. It's all right to think those those thoughts. Yeah. I think people just need to understand that too. But 
if you knew that your life was coming to an end in a week's time and money was no object and you were still healthy enough to like do some stuff, what are the two bucket items that you do? Um, my first one would be I would we when Mum and Pete got married, my stepdad, we moved we went on the honeymoon to the Gold Coast and we still go there every second year. And it would be to just go there for a week with all my brothers and sisters because that's when we're happiest and like it's a really tacky place that we go to and it's in no way like flashy or anything. So I would go there and then I would also fit into this week a trip to New York so I could go to Kate Spade and get Absolutely. some shoes because I need yeah. shoes to be buried in basically. That's right. And I like and all four the shoes. Do you know that when mum died, that's what I did. It was about yeah. the shoes. I spent two days looking for a particular pair of shoes that I knew were her favourite and I was like, she's not going in that casket until I have those shoes. It's all about the shoes. I'm well, I totally have this that. thing every year for mum's birthday, I buy a pair of shoes and like that mum, because mum always loved really funky things but she would never spend the money and whereas I don't even think about things like that. Um, so I buy a pair of shoes and I bought them um last year I bought glitter sneakers and then this year I've already bought them even though birthday's not for two months but they came and Richard was like oh my gosh Emily you do not need these shoes like they're the most outrageous shoes ever and I was like I'm sorry they're my dead mum shoes like you can't say anything about Don't. it these nope. are the shoes hashtag dead mum shoes there we go yeah. that's he was that's like it. you cannot call them those and I was like yes I can <laughs> I absolutely know about it <laughs> and I think that's great. I mean, that's what the kids and I do for Alistair. We we launch balloons and we make cake. We yeah. actually are all about the cake and people are like, you guys make a lot of cake. And I'm like, it's important. He loved cake. It's part of what our tradition is. It just, it's a thing. And we make the most ridiculous cakes. You'll see some on, on Facebook when I post yeah. them up. They're covered in lollies and it's like a sugar high from hell. But, you know, that's what we do. It's just a thing. And no one gets to comment on the cake. <laughs> yeah, it's like my dad mum's shoes. Don't even mess with them, mate. Like, it doesn't matter how much they cost. It's not a that's thing. It. So... The next question I have for you then, because I think, you know, we, I think you might come up with a really good answer to this one. If you can plan your own celebration of life, where would you want that to be? And would you have a theme? Yeah, I'd want it to be like very fancy and colourful and mm-hmm. absolutely, like I want it to look like Kate's Faith threw up on it basically. So I want <laughs> glitter everywhere. I want bows. I want frills. I want pink, like absolutely outrageous. <laughs> And where would it be? Well, I, I don't, yeah, I would want it to be in New York, but practically I know that's not going to happen. Um, so I guess Shell Harbour because, <laughs> you know, why not? It's convenient for everyone and works, yes. And it's nice, either nice. open, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. water there, it's all good. <laughs> but I want the glitter casket. Like I don't want that brown thing. I want the thing that's just covered. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I love it. And I love that there's so many new, there's more, more and more options coming out around that as well, which is a whole other conversation that we need to have one day as well, I think. Yeah, the same with headstones. You can do all kinds of cray-cray things. Yeah. I saw, I don't know if it was like a fake on, <laughs> it could have been fake news, could have been alternative <laughs> facts. But I thought I saw that there was like a gravestone that you could put a QR code on. Ooh. And you could literally, seriously, and I went, I'm not sure if I'm in a real reality. Like, I don't know what's going on here, but if that's a thing, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then the QR code takes you through to like a, you know, a show of their memories and photos. That would be a like, fun thing oh, to produce. How nuts is that? Yeah. Anyway. So. My next question for you is 
would you want to leave behind messages for your loved ones? And if so, would you do it as a letter? Would you do it as a video? Would you, you know, record a message just verbally or that sort of thing? Is that something that you think you would like to do? Yeah, and I do, for a little while, my sisters and I have hunted for something that mum may have written, but I don't think she did. But there's this movie and it's a really terrible movie. Um, What is it? Um... Oh, can't think of it, but it'll come to me. Um, and it is the the mother dies of cancer and she leaves behind letters and they have to save the letters. Safe Haven is the movie. Um, and the, there's a big fire and they have to save the letters. And I've often thought, why didn't mum write letters? Like, why didn't she write something that told us what we needed to do or who we needed to be when we grew up kind of thing? Um, yeah. So I think I would want to do that because I, like, I'm incredibly sentimental. So I guess for me that would be like, oh, that's, a nice thing to have moving forward but I also understand the difficulty in writing those letters when you know it's a terminal illness and you're not going to get better um, yeah. so I guess it's something you can plan to do beforehand because I can't imagine writing those letters in a hospital when you know they're your last days and you know mum never had those farewell conversations with any of us because yeah. it was never going to happen in her eyes so I guess having some closure around that I think would be helpful and I would do that um if there was the right opportunity yeah 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 and, that, and look that's part of what I've tried to build into the platform at I decide as well is that literally if you when you go in and you join you can write a letter straight away I prompt you would you like to write a letter you don't have to but yeah. I put it there because Alistair did the same for my two boys um I was saying to my last guest that um when they turn 21 there's a letter from him and a gift that he's oh. already which is for them. And that's just a nice thing that he wanted to do. So, yeah, I've actually literally got a prompt where it's like write a letter and you can put a video up if you want to and you can also put sort of special photos and that kind of thing in the platform as well. Um, yeah. The other thing I was t- saying to someone was there's um, this awesome group called Wilpro and they're kind of like a channel partner with us at either side now. And Wilpro put a post up the other day. It was literally like someone wrote a letter to their daughter. Dear daughter, I leave you one pound because that's about <laughs> love as you gave me and I was like no that's not what I want my daughter to be about but you know, I guess if that's how you feel yeah <laughs> no, and I guess okay. um similar thing with videos like I don't think I want a video of with mum like I, that I don't think I want that but yeah. for like her grandkids for Ralphie and Skippy and future grandkids like they love watching old videos of her because yeah. that's how they remember her because they were too little to kind yeah. of make that connection so I guess like something, but I, I wonder if it would be better if it was when you're well because you want it to be that sparkle that you have and all of those because it's, in you, as you know, in those final weeks it is quite hard to muster that. Yeah, so you want tough. it to be you, the essence of you beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a few. I've been lucky. I have a few videos of my mum and she did them like, you know, and she was kind of like, this is for Rochelle's little babies, before, you know, and they <laughs> So my boys get to see them. They're like, that's Nana in heaven. So it's nice to have, I think it's nice to do it and have that connection. And she wasn't sick at the time when she did those videos. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is it is kind of confronting emotionally as well. And I think that's the other thing um, why I want to have these conversations to kind of yeah. go, yeah, they're things to think about. And, yes, it is difficult and, yes, it can be quite confronting emotionally. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you're leaving something behind for those other people that you love and, you know, think about yeah, that I don't, well. I don't think it's the right thing to do in the last six months of your life like it's something no. to pre-plan and think about especially with something like cancer because often yes. there is a first cancer and then there's a second cancer so you do often have time um 
it might not be yeah. the time you want, but there is an opportunity when you're not as sick as you can potentially get. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the final question. Well, there's a little bit extra, but we'll do the final, final, final <laughs> question now. So Spotify playlist. Well, it would have to be some amazing yeah. 90s soundtrack. Um, so yeah. it would have to have the Spice Girls, Aqua, nice. um, yeah. a bit of S Club, S Club 7 would be great. Um, yep. And also a bit of a musical number. Like at Mum's funeral we did an, the entire thing of One Day More from Les Miserables and all of the students that she taught in the last 15 years performed it and it was absolutely amazing. Everyone was like, that was a festival. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I kind That's of amazing. Like I remember that and my um, nieces and nephews remember it too in that they always think of it like it was a performance we went to <laughs> rather than a funeral. So, and we this made like, great. yeah, we made like um, the coffin. We bought a lot of flowers and made it into a secret garden so that you couldn't actually see that it was a coffin, but it was covered in amazing flowers so that it wasn't confronting for the kids. So yep. yeah, in terms of a playlist, it would have to be some great bangers from the nineties. I love it. I love it. Well, at the end of this, I want you to send me through three, three of your yeah. songs and I'm going to make a Spotify playlist. It's going to be attached to the end of this video when we put it live. And that way, yeah, I'm collecting. So I've spoken to a few people this morning already and it's going to be awesome. We're going to have the best Spotify playlist ever. <laughs> That's Sounds one like of plan. So final, final, final piece is yeah. I have this amazing, this awesome game and it's called the Ooh. Death Deck. <laughs> it's a bit like cards against you. Don't say that when you're drunk. Don't say it when you're drunk or with a New Zealand accent is all I have to say. <laughs> so there's there's like cards, there's cards that you, you uh, have a look at. And yeah. I'm gonna just I'm just I'll pick one out. After I kick the bucket, announce my death on social media. A pretty quickly, I'd like everyone to know ASAP. B never, please don't tweet my demise. Or C, whenever I really don't care, I'm dead. No, I want I want all the likes. I want all the yeah. drama. Yeah, I want it complete. I want my profile memorialized. Absolutely everything. Smashing it, smashing social media. I love it. Yeah, I, that's you know. Look, I manage social media. That's what I want. Like, Beautiful. I want it yep. announced on all the platforms that I manage. Uh, just yeah. Oh, that's perfect. It's absolutely yeah. perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. No I'm really. I'm just so happy that you're able to come on board and have a chat to me. I know like your situation is just something that I, you wrote a beautiful article, actually. I want to tell people, go and have a look. It's on Mamma Mia, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. go and have a look. At, was it under Emily Darlow? Yeah, it's under Emily Darlow. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realise how hard it was to change your name at that point. <laughs> Um, look up Emily Darlow and Mamma Mia to read her story about what happens with her mum and getting married literally a couple of weeks after, which was, you know, I think it was a beautiful celebration though for you to oh, go yeah, ahead. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic because she got to play yeah. the entire thing. Had I done it yeah. later, she wouldn't that have was... been in, like, she chose everything, including yeah. the guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I absolutely love that. Thank you for coming on today. I really, really appreciate your time. And, um, yeah, have a great day and we'll talk to you again soon. Congratulations. I'm very excited to see what amazing things I Decided does. Thanks so much. You've been listening to I Decided. If you're interested in being prepared and a lot less scared, please visit idecide.co to learn more.